Today in the gospel, Jesus says that he has hidden things from the wise and the learned, but that he has revealed certain things to the little ones. He has revealed certain things to children. I think we all maybe have noticed this, that sometimes the children in our lives, your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, your friends, children, whatever, that sometimes they can say pretty profound things. I think only back a few weeks ago to our First Holy Communion and how we asked each of the students what it was that they were looking forward to when they were receiving Jesus for the first time. And many of them had some profound statements. One of them said, this is the first time, but it won't be the last time. Another said, I want to go to church every Sunday now. And so profound statements that got to a reality telling us that they believe, A, that Jesus is present in the Holy Eucharist, and then they know also the importance of Sunday Mass and regular attendance at Mass. They understood these things. But yet, maybe sometimes for us, uh, it's some of these mysteries of the kingdom because of our study, our intellectual knowledge, and scientific mindset, maybe we begin to doubt certain things. How is it that a children learns in school? When I was a kid just a little while ago, that's not too long ago, but, uh, you know, we learned, we did different things. And some of it was through memorization. Some of it was through repetition. For example, and it's not true today, I don't think any longer, but when I was in grade school, Uh, We used to stand up and face the flag and put our hand over our heart and we would say the Pledge of Allegiance. And at the end of the Pledge of Allegiance, we know it says, under God. Well, that memorization of the Pledge of Allegiance then kind of becomes a teaching to the child. Because if they realize, well, our nation is under God, well, then they go to Mass on Sunday and they realize, well, I'm here to pray to God. And this is the nation under which our country is dedicated. We are praying to the God of the universe who blesses our country. So through the repetition of doing an action, when I was in seventh grade, we had to memorize the preamble to the Constitution. We, the people, in order to form a more perfect union, to establish justice and so forth. How was it that they taught us this except through some song that they had? So we learned the preamble of the Constitution through music. Think for all of us, if we are to become like the childlike, if we want mysteries to be revealed to us, that maybe it's sometimes through songs. That music sometimes has that powerful dimension that a line of a song will touch us in a very profound way. There is uh, a song that, of course, on this Independence Day weekend, that I really think gets at the reality of prayer for our country. It could be God Bless America, and maybe you've gone to the baseball games and they've sung God Bless America during the seventh inning stretch again. That's a teaching moment for the child, for all of us, reminding us that we ask God to bless America. It could be that new version of Lee Greenwood's uh, God Bless the USA that came out this past week. But But the one I'd like to mention is 
a song that could be our national hymn, not the national anthem, but the national hymn, because it has certain petitions in it that we ask God for. America the Beautiful, this poem that was written back in the 1800s that has been turned into a song. The very first verse, the petition to Almighty God, God shed thy grace on thee. And so in a time in which we need God's grace as a country, as we pray for so many different things, for an end to division, for an end to the pandemic, all of these things, well, truly, as a community of faith, as a country, we turn to God. We say, God shed your grace on thee. And when we say that, when we sing that, it's in a sense, saying to Almighty God, I know that you are the giver of all that is good. I know that you will bless us. I know that you give us grace. And now we ask for it. God, shed your grace on all of us. The second verse, the petition says, God, mend thy every flaw. And of course, that's a good prayer for us to pray, especially in recent weeks. We've noticed how it is that maybe we need to right wrongs especially with the whole discussion of racism, that there have been wrongs in the past. And so we ask God to mend our flaw, but also that in our country then that we've given license to things, that we've given permission for immorality to take reign in our country. That's something for us to say, God, mend our flaw. And that's a way in which maybe we ask for God's forgiveness as a country. The third, the third line says, may God thy gold refine. Well, what is that? That's purification, that God can purify us so that, what, that we might have a greater peace, that we have, might have more perfect liberty and justice and all of these things. This song that we sing so often, especially on patriotic holidays, is one that can teach all of us, children and adults alike, how it is that right now we can pray for our country, asking God to shed his grace on us, to mend our flaws, and to refine our gold.